everybody. Welcome to Kame House Party. I'm Vince. I'm Aaron. And this is the podcast where Aaron and I get together and watch every episode and iteration of Dragon Ball there is. Then we come onto this podcast to talk about it in our unique brand of fandom, improvisation, comedic jokery, and a whole lot of heart. That's right. Right now we're talking about Dragon Ball Z, but before we get into the nitty gritty, uh, Trying to rhyme something else with itty. The, uh, the, I mean, there's a word. That there's a word. Might be too soon to say. <laughs> too soon to say. But uh, <laughs> no, 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 no sauciness till after the 10 minute mark. Ah, ah, ah. We don't want to get demonetized on YouTube. <laughs> yep. That's what they're looking for. That's, that's what they're looking for. So we're not going to give it to them. But what we are going to give you is some info that we got to do something we call Kame housekeeping. Okay. You're having a house party. The least you can do is clean up before everybody shows up. And that's what we're trying to do here okay so the first piece of kame housekeeping is uh the world famous that's right the world has deemed this famous the one minute roundup i'm buried in quicksand <laughs> and i'm just realizing it oh my god there uh, no there uh, no uh, 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 vince you gotta help me how can i help Tell me. Use the quicksand manual that I bought you for your birthday. Okay, the quicksand manual that you bought me for my birthday three years ago. Mm-hmm. How did how did you know it would come ha- come in handy right now? Uh. Okay, hold on. That All right, pause. fine, fine. Yeah, I'm, tell I'm, me. I'm, fine, okay. I'm step schlump schlump schlump. I'm stepping out of the. It's not quicksand. You, what? I know you've been down lately, and I thought maybe if you saved my life in a quicksand-related issue. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. Now, now I'm better. starting to see the seams. Now I'm starting to see the seams. Yeah. Is that the, tree the, ba- the, pa- the painted backdrop? It's a painted backdrop, and that that tree is not a tree. It is an HD camera. It's a high def camera running at a hundred. My- 90 frames a second. Mm-hmm. That other tree is my brother. <gasps> hey, Vets. Hey, brother. Sorry. Sorry you didn't fall for it. And I'm sorry you had that terrible vocal cord accident. Yeah, the, we don't... Uh, X-nay. I'm, I, I'm swiping my hands across my throat to tell you to cut it out. Sorry. Sorry. I'm just, you um, know, I'm a little I'm defensive. Taking five. I'm huh? taking tree five. Take it five. I'm le- a, a break. It's an industry term. Come on. No, I I didn't know we were on a break. I, I look. I didn't. Even well, yeah. Look. You called cut. <laughs> I did. I did. I called cut on this whole day. Yeah. Because. We- because. My life is not. My life is not a show, Aaron and crew, and. Craft, you guys got crafty for this. Yeah, we made. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just a folding table. We just got some Kirkland snacks, Kirkland brand snacks. It's not a big deal. I love Kirkland, but I, I think I'm starting to Which, hate all of you. Uh, would one out of 144 granola bars cheer you up? <laughs> <laughs> no. And, and see. see. That 
dear listeners, is an improvised Western scene. Quick, Sam. All exists in Westerns. Where we loosen up our improv muscles to get us ready to jump in and to get, get, the, get the bad improv out or get the good improv in. You decide. We don't care enough. But what we do care about is the one-minute roundup proper, which is where one of us, this time I got to toss the ball to Aaron. Aaron. Yeah. Oh, good catch. Aaron's got one minute to summarize everything. Everything that has happened in Dragon Ball, not just Dragon Ball Z, which we currently are in, but Dragon Ball up until this point. Aaron, are you ready to summarize hundreds upon hundreds or hundreds upon fifties of episodes? Well, I was until the pressure suddenly fell upon me, but I'm going to rise above it. Starting now. Three. Well, starting in three. Two, one. Dragon Ball is about seven magic crystal balls. If you collect them all, you get any wish you want. And it starts Goku, who was a little boy, and he has a tail, and he knows karate. And he went on a bunch of adventures and met a bunch of people. Here are some examples. One, he stopped the goblin from taking over the world uh, with his friends uh, that he met who were sometimes enemies. That's kind of the thing of the show, folks. Uh, then he trained with Master Roshi and his best friend, best friend Krillin. He entered a martial arts tournament, got second place because the moon blew up. Then he defeated the militia of the Red Ribbon Army to collect a ball and to see his dead grandpa again. Then he trained some more and entered that same tournament again, but he lost to a Triclops. Uh, Then he trained some more and defeated the demon king who killed his friend, who was Piccolo. And that, but that dude had a son, and then Goku had to face that dude's son in the third time he entered the tournament. But he won this one. It was official. And then he got married, had a kid, met his space brother, and his space brother is holding his son hostage now, and shit's fucked. hey Hey! Nice work, Aaron. I, I that was really concise, and I and uh, I think we should call each other Space Brother more often. Space Brother, uh, my Space Brother. There is space between us, as Dave Matthews has, has said before. I feel like I may be having deja vu, but we've made that exact same joke. Uh, in, per- in public or in personal? In in personal and in public. I thought we recorded, or I'm, look, this is me confessing that I'm clairvoyant because I can see the next segment after I tell you why we do the one minute roundup. Uh, We do the one minute roundup so you, the listener, does not have to go back and listen to every single episode of the podcast or watch every single episode of Dragon Ball to get caught up to where we are now. It is a quality of life improvement that we're giving to you for you to enjoy. But look, maybe... You're more interested in that Triclops guy or that Goblin King or, uh, you know, all those adventures that Goku had before he had a son, that Bachelor Goku life. If you want to if you want to <laughs> dive into that, feel free. We got backlogs upon backlogs upon backlogs of old episodes of Dragon Ball that we've covered. So you can binge on that. The one minute roundup was technically a DLC. It did not come out with the release <laughs> of the game that is Kame House Party. <laughs> this is true. It was like patch 1.08. Yeah, we, we got a little sloppy on the patch notes, so it's like 1.08. Most people are like, well, if it's this long since release, it should be two. And it's like, well, look, development's not an exact science. It's all. How about it's all made up? Yeah. How about that? It's all made up and the points don't matter. <laughs> Drew Carey is my new god. <laughs> Moving on. 
to the last and final piece of comedy housekeeping before we bust these doors wide open, all right, for everybody to come in, is I have to tell you that we watched two different versions of the show. I watched the English dubbed version while Aaron watches the Japanese language English subtitled version. Uh, Why we do that, you may ask? Well, way back when, and I guess it must have been summer of 2016, a whole decade and change ago, Aaron and I sat down to do this podcast on a faithful Saturday mid-morning to find that we had watched Two different versions of the show. A mistake, a monumental hand-on-palm moment that we turned into what makes this podcast great, which is the differences between the subs and the dubs. We get into it. So the first uh, difference that we find is usually with the title. And we've we've realized that there's a pattern and that my dream of a Yahtzee coming true in Dragon Ball Z may never be. so i'll go first aaron this time giving the people the english dubbed title for episode five of dragon ball gohan's rage he doesn't want to clean his room (laughs) he wants to play bmx bm triple (laughs) x I believe it's BMX Triple X. Is it BMX Triple X? Uh, I I might have watched a YouTube video about the history of that game. Aaron, I may have devised a clever way to rent that on Blockbuster once without my parents knowing. Well, okay. Look, I ha- my title's super fucking crazy, but I must hear this story. <laughs> I'm pretty sure one of my friends had his dad, like, bootleg. My neighbor's dad was really into burning his own CDs and discs for games, right? Mm-hmm. And that's where I found out that this game BMX Triple X existed. And my friend told me, he's like, yeah, you got to get, there's this game. It's like Dave Mira, but there's boobs in it. <laughs> and I was like, boobs? I love those. And then I saw it at Blockbuster. <laughs> and I, I'm pretty sure, like, I had to, well, one, I did the trick where, like, you, you put a bunch of games, so nobody notices, and mm-hmm. it's like, beep, mm-hmm. beep. <laughs> And I think my height got me through on this one because I had like put it in between games. And the guy was like, you sure your parents are cool with you getting this game? I was like, yeah, man. He goes, all right. (laughs) So it was less it was less of a clever scheme as it was bold confidence. And then playing the game only late at night when my parents went to sleep. It's on the box. Like, please only play this late at night. (laughs) Yep. Please, please play, play this after you've uh, learned that Taxi Cab Confessions is a thing on HBO. <laughs> <laughs> that that clerk asking you if your parents were cool with this was definitely just him asso- assuaging his own conscience. Oh, yeah. He was going to give me the thing anyway. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I could have. He's like, oh, I could have got him. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's maybe it. he would have had a change of heart, a change mm-hmm. of boner. Maybe I could set him on a different path to finding his own boners. Did he, do you remember if he did the thing that all video store clerks used to do? Is like, hi, I'm going to read out every title you rented and tell you when they're due back. No, he did not. Good man. Good he, man. He's like, all right, these are due back in like two weeks. That that could not have been the first time he had been in that situation. I 
I 100% know it can't be because me <laughs> and all my friends went to the same blockbuster. <laughs> Vince, the English subtitle title from the Japanese is, for episode five of Dragon Ball Z is, and spoilers, Goku dies! What? <laughs> There's only one last chance. Wait, Really? Yes. Oh. It's not even the second part of the title. It's, no. a, it's like a, Get ready, you babies. Your your hero's gonna die. Oh my god. That does at least to me explain uh because most of the time they drop in the title. There's usually like a title card somewhere in the episode itself. And the title card for for Gohan's Rage was just Goku, like with some sunset-y watercolor artwork, that kind of thing. It's like, just Goku alone. And I was like, this seems a little weird. So now it makes sense that uh, in front of that, (laughs) Goku dies is more appropriate. But I can't believe they just gave it away like that. I know they've been spoilery before, and they're going to be spoilery again. But come, uh, come on, man. Yeah, that one's hard to digest. Um, we get into this episode, episode five. Gohan has emerged from the pod with all this power. Raditz tracks his power at 1,370 and rising. Yep. Okay, so yes. that's, a, that's a big old check mark for both of us. Yep, 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 yep. Very, very high. I, uh, I recorded so many. I felt bad. I recorded. I wrote down so many power levels. On this episode, I don't because and I don't want to. I don't want to be that person, but it is interesting to a degree. <laughs> yeah, he his powers high. He headbutts Raditz in the chest, breaks his armor. That 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 classic shot that several people know. Uh, and then he goes as soon as he's done with that, he goes back to being a baby. Oh yeah. In fact, Raditz realized that his power level went all the way back down to one. Uh, there was something that kept happening in this episode, and I may be looking a little ahead, but right, as you said, Raditz realizes that Gohan's power level has dropped, doesn't really understand why, so he just punches him, sending him off screen, knocking him out, but Mm -hmm. giving him, but then they animated, I guess I understand why, but they just gave him like the swirly eyes. That he was knocked out instead of just, like, closing his eyes. I guess. The eyes of Melvin from Sailor Moon. Yes, Melvin's eyes. From How did I not put those two and two together? But I don't, I don't know. I felt weird about that. I was like, why can't they just say he's sleeping or he's knocked out? Why give him those comically spirally eyes? But I guess it's to make us not feel bad that a child just got punched in the face by a thick king. There, there, yeah, there's a definite disconnect between the smacking of a child... And then swirly eyes. <laughs> not even a not even a sleeping snot bubble. Yeah, that would have been fine. It's like, okay, he's fine. He's snoring. He's good. I, I, I think you're right. I think it's so it's not as extreme because this episode gets extreme. <laughs> yeah. This episode takes a, I mean, an expected turn if you are even <laughs> yeah. gently familiar with uh, <laughs> this piece of Dragon Ball history. If you have eyes or ears at the beginning of this episode, you know what's coming. Yeah. Uh, so Raditz decides that 
he must kill Gohan because if they don't, his latent power could become a threat later. This sparks Goku to grab Raditz from behind in a, what would you call that hold? Like he's got both arms underneath his, Goku's got both arms underneath Raditz's. Just a, a classic. Is that a full Nelson? I always thought to do technically a, a full Nelson, you had to have your arms clasped around the back of their neck as I'm doing to myself. Don't. Are you full? Vince. Oh, I'm full. Full Nelson. I don't even know how you would do that. Don't worry. Wait, that just means you're, if your hands are behind your head, that just means you're doing sexy pose. No, I'm doing a full that Nelson. shows off the guns. I'm doing a full Nelson. Or is one arm wrapped around the other? Yeah. No. Now, now I'm touching. Now I'm touching my arms. My hands behind my back. This is level two, full Nelson. It sounds like you are in a little pretzel ball. Yeah. And you're rolling. And you're catamaring across your apartment. Yeah. And I'm picking up stuff. Boop 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 boop. Oh, this is how I clean. Oh, watch out! Watch out for the cat! Ah! Ah! Oh, no. This isn't it's, how the game works. I'm bleeding. Uh, it's there forever. <laughs> the cat is there forever, and yeah. also you're going to become a star at some point. Finally, my dreams. My dreams can be realized. Well, maybe that's the kind you're thinking of. What are you talking about? Oh, the king of the cosmos! Hello. The Katamari's small as hell, but fuck it. Cat star. Bing. And that's how Vince became a star. What a murderous game. You you do you like you kill the whole planet, right? That's, that's it. the end of the game, if I'm remembering correctly. You're, you sacrifice Earth to make m- new stars for the king of the cosmos. New life, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's the circle. The circle of life. Just like Piccolo getting special beam cannon. He's going <laughs> to shoot it at Raditz while he's held in. And uh, Piccolo's been charged. He's like, <laughs> yeah, I've been charging up another one just in case. Thank God I did. But uh, can you give me another moment, please? <laughs> uh, 30 seconds. Come on. I, I wrote down this line as Goku is holding Raditz. Uh, Piccolo, as he, he says, like, Goku, don't listen to a word he says. Uh, because Piccolo knows that Goku is easily swayed. Raditz is, yeah, he's trying, Raditz is trying to weasel his way out of it again. Uh, but Goku says, it never pays to tell a lie now, does it? I was like, what a, what a nice little moral to throw in there. What? Yeah. I'm, I, I'm guessing that while that, struggle was occurring on your end there may not have been any dialogue um there's some back and forth i i believe it's just goku saying raditz like hey man you'll die too and goku's like cool good yeah finally yep (laughs) he's just he's very cool with it he's very cool with the death yeah and even i mean it's weird the the feeling around this this final moment i guess for goku is a little weird because it, it kind of flips, right? Raditz is excited to kill his own brother <laughs> and his own nephew. And then just before Piccolo fires the special beam cannon, Raditz is like, come on, brother, you're, you're just okay to die for these earthlings? And and Goku's like, yeah. And Piccolo's even like, well, it's not exactly how I wanted to kill you, but 
At least I can say I did it. And it's not like your friends aren't going to wish you back with the Dragon Balls anyway. So guess this is a win. It's basically a win-win for Piccolo. He gets to kill as many people as as many Gokus as he wants. This <laughs> is like the best day of Piccolo's life. Yes. <laughs> Stop another evil guy from taking over. Kill my nemesis Goku in front of his kid. Okay, bonus points. <laughs> yeah, this is great. Gonna grow an arm here. It's 50 cent wings tonight. <laughs> Any day you wake up and realize it's 50 cent wing night, it's gonna be a good day. He's so excited that he's throbbing. <laughs> yeah, no. Did you? Okay, I'm, I'm glad you, I'm glad I'm not the only freak that noticed this. Piccolo's weird, in sync, throbbing veins as he's yes. charging up. <sighs> yeah, it's it's uh, it makes your skin crawl because you realize it's his skin crawling. <laughs> it's like he's got sticks of butter going through those things. Ugh. Oh, don't say that. Out loud. Oh God! Oh, <laughs> that actually is starting to make me sick. <laughs> it is. It's gross. It looks like there are like a bunch of grubs on his skin, just like inching around. <sighs> you know, you know, gross eighties horror anime, uh, a demon city. Or a wicked city, uh-huh. uh huh. A lily cat, and and Akira. Okay. <laughs> yeah, this is the uh, that, that's what it looks like. Real gross, but he because he's about to pop, and then he does his 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 closing line before he fires. Sorry to keep you waiting. Y'all ready for this? But <laughs> he doesn't say y'all, but he does ask if you are ready for this. He does. He, I think in mine, it's more of like, all right, Goku, here it comes. Prepare yourself. And Goku's just like, yeah, I'm ready. Never before have I seen a man so cool about dying. When I think about it, the, what happens immediately after is Piccolo fires a special beam cannon. It not only pierces Raditz's armor and torso, but we see it, uh, exit through Goku's back in a way that made me sad <laughs> and uncomfortable. Yeah. They yeah. take they yeah. take their sweet that and that beam of light and energy sure takes a sweet ass time going through those two boys. <laughs> yeah, it went through it went through a mountain faster than it went through two uh beings. <laughs> I mean thick Thick boy forever, I guess. I mean, that's maybe that's why Raditz has stayed so thick. That's his, that's a testament to it. He's got layers upon layers. Boy, oh boy, is it is this one of those scenes that I think I had forgotten for reason? Like, not not that I haven't watched it since the first time I've seen that scene, but I never remember how gory, th- like this whole moment is, right? And how shocking, shocking it is that Goku does just straight up die in a way that's like killed by his nemesis while protecting his, like killed in front of his son after finding out that his brother from space is a really bad dude, right? Imagine getting your 23andMe results back and then somebody having to like spear you through those results because (laughs) (laughs) those results are going to kill everybody on the planet. It, it it it's tough, and then on top of that, we see our hero. We've we've seen Goku hurt before, but we haven't seen him coughing up blood before. We haven't seen 
blood dripping through an open hole in his entire stomach. Yeah, he's been full of tiny holes. Yeah. This is a very big hole. This is a very big hole. Right in the middle. All the meats. All the blood. Piccolo finally learned about organs. (laughs) That was part of his three years. It was in medical school. He knew where to aim. Oh, that's where it is. But yeah, I mean, Raditz is coughing up blood. Ugh. As as a as the energy blast clears, it's Raditz and Goku. They're both down. And then a fun commercial. Yep. Well, we're officially official with Teco 2020. They got their money. They got table. They got their money. They got us to change our status on Facebook. It's official. It is a luck. Sorry. Side cons. Mm-hmm. Blocking your number. We're throwing away our Hinge app for good. You know that app that lets you connect with various conventions mm-hmm. around the United States based on location and interests? Yes. Hinge the very same. Threw that away. Because we're here for TechoCon 2020. We're going to be there April 2nd through the 5th. Get excited. We've got a table at Artist Alley. It's it's mere months away. You can start counting down the days. Uh, Hold on, I gotta wait. I'm getting a phone call oop. from Teco. Oh, you are. What's up, baby? What's going on? <laughs> wait, what? Oh, I need that. Ooh, that. Ooh, and that. Okay. Aaron, what's Teco saying? Shh, shut up, Vince. Oh. Hold on. <laughs> Uh, what's that again? I, I'm, I'm just recording a podcast. No big deal. Okay, I guess that's... Yeah, I'm fine. No, I guess I'll just wait. Yeah, I'll tell him. All right, love you too. Bye. <laughs> Boop. Wait, did Teco say anything about me? Uh, Yeah, that you owe... We, we owe more money, Vince. Oh, no. First of all, they said, what are we doing? I said, we're recording a podcast. Yeah. And that's very important to me, and so is Vince. Thank you. You didn't hear that I part. I didn't hear that part, but I guess it was implied. <laughs> it was... But then they said, look, it's your first time running Artist Alley. Uh, you got to get some stuff to prepare for it. We we still have to get a banner. We still have to get some other things, supplies, stickers, all that, all that razzle-dazzle we need for the table. Oh, yeah. We're, we're calling you, the listener, to action to help support us in our efforts for Teco 2020 by buying our merch, which already exists online. If you go to KameHouseParty.com, you can check out our merch in the drop down see what we got we got some we got some cool shirts we got some mugs and all of that money that you spend there helps us go to teco 2020 in pittsburgh over there we've already used some of them some of the funds we got from merch to pay for our table there so also thank you everyone who's already bought merch mm-hmm. we appreciate it that your money has helped the podcast and thank you and if you haven't bought merch now's the time Get a shirt. Get a ball squad shirt. Get a ball squad mug. To anyone who's supported us financially through merch or other means, thank you so, so very much. We're putting it all back into the pod. Conventions are expensive. And if you can, if you've been wanting to get some merch, now is definitely the time. It will help us out greatly. And if you live in the Pittsburgh area, just come on down to TechoCon 2020. April 2nd through the 5th. We'll be there. We'll have a table at Artist Alley. You can come meet us, talk to us, tell us you like the podcast. And then we'll tell you 
we like you. Yeah. If you tell us we like that you like the podcast, we'll tell you that we like you. Because we do. We we like and love everybody who helps uh, make this podcast what it is, either through buying merch or supporting the podcast. We're very excited about Teco 2020. Yeah, you're gonna hear about it for two more months. Yeah, and we're excited to hopefully go to more cons. So thank you. Thank you. Now, back to the show. <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> We're back from the ad. <laughs> and bro, Goku's still dead. Oh, or he's, he's, he's dying. Goku's still dying. Yeah, Raditz and Goku are just dying. Piccolo coming to brag. Spills the bean to Raditz. Raditz wonders why Goku was so willing to sacrifice himself. Piccolo's like, you dumb idiot. There's these things called Dragon Balls. So it wasn't suicide. Goku's just going to get brought back to life and you're going to just die. Up yours. Usually the trope is the bad guy in the moment of weakness of the hero character explains the evil plot. And this is like, oh, the good guy who's an egomaniac reveals his cocky plot. It's like, we're both bad guys. One of us has got to say too much, right? Yeah, exactly. That's how it felt. like you're talking much, so. Piccolo spills the beads. Raditz then... It's like, ha ha, I guess I'll have the last laugh because this scouter is also a transmitter and the two other Saiyans have heard every word and I'm sure that they will be more than happy to be here. In, and then I, I found this also interesting because Radis is saying that, oh, in one, it, like there are stronger Saiyans coming uh, and then Goku on his deathbed is like, how long? <laughs> <laughs> how, how long will it take? <laughs> how long until they're here? I was like, bro, save your energy. It, it is weird that the thing he decided to yell out was, how long do I have to train? Yeah. <laughs> but one year, exactly. Very convenient. Very, very convenient. The, the, the Saiyans are on very, they've got great punctuality. They've perfected space travel into whole numbers. <laughs> and Raditz, just before he goes, he's very, he's just digging in. He's just getting that last dig into Piccolo. Quote, it was a short-lived joy, wasn't it? <laughs> you guys are no more than worms, after all. <laughs> As he's dying. And it's very, it's, I mean, he, he, whoever that VO is, whoever that VA is, uh, they're they're doing the work. Yeah, it's very it's very low and like yeah, you're dying. I feel this. Mm-hmm. I think in both ver- uh, if you're saying that about your version, I can confidently say that both versions are the the voice the voiceover artists are doing the work here to make you feel it. Like I felt it. I felt Piccolo's eventual frustration and like right before they, it cuts to Chi Chi at home, we see Piccolo like. <laughs> raising his arm to like just fucking murder this dude out of like just being an annoying prick. Um, I, I love that little like touch. Yeah, Piccolo's also not going to suffer any fools. That's true. But like you said, Chi Chi, let's go to her for some reason. <laughs> yeah, this- let's just. <laughs> I was hoping there might be more context or something in your version uh, for no, this cutaway. I guarantee nothing really happened here. It, not even like 
Oh, my key sense. Right. My mom sense. Mm-hmm. Anything. Not even a, a note to a woman's intuition that this show yeah. would have definitely made around this time when it was coming out. Mm-hmm. As not PC as that may be now. Or PC. I don't know. If I had to give either men or women uh, an extra century perception, I'd give it to women. I wouldn't give it to men. Look what they look, look what Mel Gibson did with it. I know. He learned what women wanted and then <laughs> What did he do with it? I don't. I didn't watch the movie. I don't he just, know. He didn't do he anything. Got married. Yeah. He knew his daughter was gonna fuck. <laughs> That's about it. That's about it. He learned his daughter fucks. <laughs> the worst fear for any dad. Oh. oh no. There is an Xfinity ad that I saw. Oh, it's late at night. Boy sneaking into a girl's room. What you know. Uh-huh. It's kind of it's kind of, you know, that's it's a thrill. They're kids, they're in love. All of a sudden dad comes to the door. He holds up his phone. It says, "Hey, you must be Steven's iPhone." And on his phone it says, "Steven's iPhone has logged into your Wi-Fi." Because it was advertising Xfinity's, ah. you know who logs into your network. You get alerts for it. Ah. Now I see. But it got me but in the same sort of track. It would never be a young girl sneaking to a young man's bedroom with a mom coming in saying, please don't fuck. Yeah, right? Which is essentially what that was. It's like, hi, don't fuck my daughter. Mm-hmm. Good day. <laughs> Here's a cool way for me to tell you, no fucky, please. Yeah. Instead of the old school way, a la bad boys, where dad and his friend... <laughs> Tell you you're a piece of shit to your face and threaten you and threaten violence at you. If the kid's a piece of shit, yeah, you should. You should, 100%. Not in front of the daughter. Yeah. That's just gonna, she's gonna want it more. He's a bad, ooh, he a bad boy. Ooh, he's, he's a, a bad boy. He can climb siding. Ooh. He must not have unlimited data because he had to lock into our <laughs> Wi Fi. Ooh, he's from the wrong side of the tracks. Ooh, he's he's got like Wi Fi hacks for every everywhere he goes. He knows Wi Fi password. It's insane that there is so much media based around dads trying to keep their children from having sex. Mm-hmm. There was even a movie uh, about it, remember? Cock blockers. Yeah. Yeah. Starring- <laughs> Sorry, John Cena. Uh-huh. Who technically you couldn't see in the movie. Get, still can't. All I'm saying, it's fucking weird. Dads, mind your own. I understand saying, please not in my house. <laughs> Just please not in my fucking house. Or at least even, please be responsible. Yeah. That's the better, like, get a fucking hobby, dads. Mm-hmm. Build Gundams. Oh, Anything. Aaron, you you gotten way too close to my future because that's what I'm imagining myself doing as an old man with a bunch of kids as they're Letting getting older. Letting your teens have sex and just building plastic models. I'm just in the garage. Oh, I got, I hope I hope you're being responsible. You're just you open the door real quick, throw in a bunch of condoms like a grenade, <laughs> shut the door and duck out. I say, "Quiet down. I have to paint Hie's face." These decals are very tricky. You know this. You know these stickers are one-time placement. Man, I thought we were going to have a big goof about Ox King bringing a bunch of presents. I'm like, is there something there? He uh, does get, Aaron, he does get stuck in the door. He does, it, I laughed at that. Man, what a fun grandpa. Mm-hmm. Bringing gifts for his very knocked out son, grandson. 
Uh, I, I don't think I think Ox King is one of those evergreen characters for me. Every time he he's uh, in an episode or appears in the show, makes me smile uh, because they 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 are constantly not humanizing him but normalizing him. Beginning, we saw him all kitted out with his uh, with his big horns and his battle armor. Then he like slowly re- removes a layer of like the cool armor, Ox King, and now he's just got the hat. And a button-down shirt. He's bringing all these presents. <laughs> but uh, we we can't celebrate because there's Bowman and the crew. They're trying to find the uh, where everything's going on. They are shocked, shocked, I say, to see uh, Piccolo, the only one standing. They're not quite sure what's going on. But uh, don't worry about that because Vince, a momentous occasion is occurring. Oh, in yes. This episode. Oh, yes. We have... We've traveled the the spiritual planes in Dragon Ball so far. We've gone well the gateway to the next world. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about as close as we got. But we but still there, still there. But this is the first time, aside from titles, <laughs> that we go to space, baby. <laughs> space, the next thing to do <laughs> because everyone on Earth. We already beat up everyone strong on Earth. Now, <laughs> our six-year mission to beat up space aliens who are way more powerful than us. That's it. We're in space, and we see on a on a distant planet two men who are dressed like rabbits. Do mm-hmm. we? Should we just say it? Yeah, just say it. All right, it's Nap and Vegeta. The first appearance of Nap and Vegeta Woo! in DBZ. Jesse the Body Ventura <laughs> and Kevin Hart. <laughs> we'll see how these translations uh, differ because I think there. I feel like there's going to be some big differences. Yeah. Also, Vegeta's just sitting on a cricket man and then eating a cricket man's arm. Oh yeah, gruesome and savage these two Saiyans are, and they're being categorized like that immediately. So that's a that's a power move. I'm sitting on the corpse of my fallen enemy. And I'm eating him. It's like Thanos just sitting in the battlefield waiting for someone to do something. Oh, yeah. End game spoilers. Uh, <laughs> but who's he doing? So, like, it's a show of power. Who's he doing it for? Besides the audience. In, well, in fiction, who's he doing it for? I'm going to say this. He's doing it for Nappa. Ah, uh, okay. I think we can we can safely assume that Vegeta at this point... His insecurity level is at an all-time high, right? And Nappa's a tough guy. They, they've been rolling as a squad together for, it seems like, a little while. But look, Vegeta is never going to allow anybody else to look cooler or tougher than he is. I mean, he's a very short man. He's a short man. <laughs> I mean, part of why I think his hair is so high, he's got to add a couple inches. The old kid and play factor. Mm-hmm. Uh Hey, we love kid and play here at Kelly House Party. As Look, you can see from our art. Some may say if there weren't no kid and play, there wouldn't be no Kamehameha House Party today. Mm, All right? We, no, know your history. <laughs> the patron saints, kid. If we, if, okay, if we really dig down deep and explore this, I, I'm kind of comfortable saying kid and play, or at least the platonic ideals of kid and play. 
could be the patron saints of Kami House Party because we have Kid. It's a guys. It's a kid show. It's <laughs> we're, that's what we're talking about. We're, we have childlike wonder about things because we don't look things up. Mm-hmm. We're, we're trying to we're tr- we're creating this show in this. We're trying to create a pre-internet vacuum where information was scarce and it was only told from friends who had uncles at Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Um, play, which is what improv is. Damn. It's just play. That is, I'm, I mean, I'm eyeing a button. Ooh. Across the way. Well, I mean, you also forgot that occasionally one of us will break out into some weird freestyle spoken word rap about the goings on of today's society or what we're watching, Aaron. Like myself. Uh, 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 uh. Uh huh. On another planet, yo. Eating bug people, torso sitting, bald man spitting. About the balls on Earth, y'all. Immortality is the move for these two saying evil dudes. Now, can I get out of jail? <laughs> Wait, is one of them in jail? <laughs> I don't know if it's in uh, House Party 1 or 2, but what I think Play wrapped himself out of jail. <laughs> Vince, can I? First of all, that's pretty much on my end, yeah. They want immortality. So they they call it eternal youth, mm-hmm. but so they can enjoy fighting forever. Wait, do they not say uh, the the a level of notoriety they want to achieve? They they talk about the legacy of the Saiyan race later on. Now they just like, hey, wouldn't it be cool to fight forever? Always? Yeah, and Nappa's like, yeah, that would be rad. Because Nappa does suggest, like, uh, so what, we're going to bring Raditz back to life? And Vegeta, has to, <laughs> he does a cricket man spit take. <laughs> Spits out some exoskeleton. Because, no, he's a, he's a weakling. Fuck him. Yeah. I like Nappa for some reason right now. I like his voice in the dub. It's, like, a little nasally. He's like, ah, Vegeta. Are we going to wish Raditz back with the Dragon Balls? <laughs> I don't know. I like it so much. It's pretty good. That's good. I I paid a little more attention to this because I knew because Nappa and Vegeta have such distinct voices. In mine, it's very Nappa's like, uh, yeah, I do dubbing. I don't. I feel like that's <laughs> offensive. But what that you made up a let word me, let me, dubbing? Yeah, yeah. Let me let, that I made up a language to uh, simulate Aaron, another language. How did you not know that that was the cricket people's language? <laughs> Oh, they're not good. You think Saiyans learn the language? Mm-mm. Look, usually I wouldn't say this, but the cricket people of Vega 4 have given the universe so much that we could at <laughs> least learn what is the second most common language in the galaxy next to English. Uh, hello and thank you. And a where is blank. <laughs> at least. At least. At least. You're, you're visiting them. You should, you need to put in some effort. At least learn the cricket language for where is the bathroom. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Over there, sir. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, so the, the on mine, the voice, it, it sounds very Yakuza-y. That's what I was hoping. I was hoping that Nappa would have just the deepest Yakuza voice there could be. Yeah, it's very much like, so what, we're going to 
bring back Raditz. And Vegeta's like, he's Vegeta has the young, tough guy. Like, no, we're not going to bring him back. He's a weakling. Yeah. Uh, he dishonored the family, so. A little, a little Chisaki in there. Mm, yeah, I get that. Young I, upstart. I understand that. You know, you, you know what I'm saying. But yeah, I mean, Nappa and Vegeta's voices in the dub are iconic for a reason. And kind of getting reintroduced to them in this way was a lot of fun for me. As they are departing the planet and discussing their plans for eternal life or immortality, they're very excited to be able to fight for the rest of eternity. They can become the strongest. They could become super Saiyans. Uh, that exchange when they're getting in their pods, leaving the planet. What it, What is that? What, what, what happens there? Because I think it might be different from mine. Yes, Super Saiyans are mentioned this early, which surprised the hell out of me. That was, that's what I'm I was sorry, trying I didn't to get mean, to. I'm like, you were setting me up to go like for a gasp. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, it's fine. because I got uh, convoluted. But, I, but that was, I agree. That was very surprising. That was that my bomb. Super Saiyans are brought up already. Yeah, I was like, really? Huh. Uh, so, yeah, that conversation was like, yeah, are we going to bring back Nappa? Vegeta saying, no, uh, we're definitely going to go back and get these Dragon Balls. Uh, think of it. We could become immortal. We'll become the strongest. We can keep fighting forever and ne- and never die. And then, yeah, as Vegeta's getting in, he's like, we could become Super Saiyans. And Raditz's like, I like the sound of that. Vegeta then, says it. Yeah, Vegeta huh? says it. Mm. It's like, we'll become Super Saiyans, Raditz. In Orlando, Florida, <laughs> that very bootleg soup shop there, we got to visit it. Only then, with the power of immortality, can we survive the super hot Saiyan soup. Super Saiyan God, super soup special. <laughs> there is a, you, there's, we've talked about this casually, I think. There is a Dragon Ball themed restaurant in orlando florida called super saiyan oh yeah that definitely cannot be licensed it can't but i must there's no way must go i know we got to go before it gets shut down Mm -hmm. so (laughs) i mean that's why i mean that's why vegeta and app are leaving yeah it's gonna get any day they'll get a cease and desist vegeta we only have one year before the soup kitchen closes Look at this. I know it'll be the same food, but it's not won't be the same. Even if they change names and become a different franchise, it won't it won't be right. What if they change the crackers, Vegeta? Only oysters. No saltines. Raditz always liked saltines. That's why he's dead, huh? Yep, that is why he's dead. Look, if we can uh, uh, we can rewind. <laughs> Here's what actually happened. <laughs> So, Vegeta is, he's thinking about how Raditz done died because of a baby, because of a literal baby. He's like, huh, Saiyan and Earthling hybrids, uh, they, even that, that kid had more power than a regular Saiyan child. And he postulates that maybe Saiyans and Earthlings combined create a more powerful combo than separately. Which is which has been always been a fun argument, right? <laughs> Me and my friends growing up. Yeah, no, everybody had that argument. <laughs> then Nap is the one who says, "Oh, you mean a, like a Super Saiyan?" But that's not the weird. I mean, that's exciting. But yeah. Here's the weird part. Nappa, in not in so many words, basically said 
he's like, he kind of proposes a breeding program. Stop. Like, oh, that means we could go to Earth and, you know, we can get the Saiyan race back on top. Whoa. Ah, right? It's like, wait, you mean we could uh, do other stuff besides fight? We do the fun fighting that we do with our wives, but they're dead now. That's that is so that's such a huge departure. Right. That's like that is huge. That is. (laughs) Oh, because, yeah, they don't they don't reference Gohan being like they don't even reference Gohan defeating Raditz at all. Vegeta is just talking about like "Mm, how Raditz getting beaten by two weaklings like that's it. Well, I mean, I mean, I'm sure they don't want to introduce the concept of eugenics yes. in this kid show, <laughs> in this child show. Napa trying to start a Napa farm. Oh, a whole new meaning to Napa Valley. Boom! I've been reading The Handmaid's Tale, and I've completely missed the point of it. This is my interpretation of. The, <laughs> thankfully, but she's like, no, that's dumb. Here's why. <laughs> We have a bunch of super kids. They're gonna, they're gonna, they're gonna get stronger and take over. They're gonna beat it if, if that's the case. If human, if Earthling Saiyan hybrids are stronger than regular Saiyans, they're they're gonna kick our butts. We can't have that. We should just kill everyone. And they're like, yeah, you're right. Good God. All right. <laughs> See. Good night. <laughs> they they kind of say good night to each other. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Time to go into cryostasis. Bye. Napa, have you seen my binky? Ah! Uh, oh, here. I keep it tucked away underneath the back plate of my armor. Ah, oh, so, thank you. I'm pulling it out. Mmm, downy fresh. Did I not tell uh, you? My dad's Mr. Clean. He's a Saiyan. Hey, you've got some residues coming your way then. Yeah, it's still kind of tough to think that he's, you know, he's gone after that meteor hit the planet, but... It, it's nice to know that at least I'm financially secure while while we're out here doing what we're doing, you know? Hey, hey, hey Nap, I I super want to talk about this, but uh, you know, I'm I'm full oh. of I'm full of cricket men. Yeah, uh, we got a year nap to take. Yeah, I mean, do you need your war milk? Uh, yes, please. All right, let me just crack open a cricket man. <laughs> ah, cricket milk, heating milk blast. <laughs> All right, nice and steamy. Thank you, Vegeta. There's still some, I know you like it Chucky style with some viscera left in. Oh, you're so good to me, Vegeta. Up, oh, wait, wait. You've got a cricket milk mustache. Oh, Vegeta, please. It's, it's now, it's, now it's getting a little embarrassing. Some of the local uh, fauna are looking at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, well, enjoy your pod. All right. Enjoy your pod. <laughs> you sure you don't look, man? You sure you don't want a bigger one? No, I like being snug. I okay, I just noticed that it's I noticed that we all get the same size pod and that's that's not right. I think if wow. when the Saiyans come back, maybe we should change it, you know, small, medium, large. Hey Vegeta, I just thought of something. We're going to wish for immortality. But why don't we wish for the Saiyans to be back? Uh, I can't hear you. I just fell asleep. Every time I want to talk about something serious, he always falls asleep. Uh, You get to bed, young man. This is me on the radio. Oh, I mean...
pew, pew. Or Santa, or Santa won't come. It's, hey, we're in bed for a year. You're going to wake it up to presents, bud. Oh, a cricket Christmas? And see. Cricket. Mobile presents Cr- a cricket Christmas. <laughs> Stop it. Stop it. There's so- you know there's an ad exec listening, and I'm going yeah, to tell you. my company to pitch that idea to Cricket Wireless. <laughs> it's cool to see Nap and Vegeta. It kind of sucks that we gotta wait a whole in a whole year. Yeah. Like I wish we could follow their adventures a little bit, but their dreams. Mm-hmm. Oh, why was it if that's the filler that we're walking into, is like Napa's dreams? That would be pretty cool. I would, I would absolutely take that. Where we, why? <laughs> yeah, why? That's. I feel like that's like a classic kind of sitcommy, ep bottle episode. You just kind of go into everyone's dreams mm-hmm. to learn more about them. Because they're on a long bus trip and it's boring, yeah. and they all fall asleep. Yeah. And Tim Allen's driving, so we just get to hear his insane monologue for a little while. And they were like, "Oh, thank God, we're in somebody else's dream." He's talking about. Torque on a, <laughs> on a table saw, and I can't have that. And lug wrenches. Yeah, JTT is going to Sleepland. <laughs> Dreaming about Huck Finn. <laughs> so back on Earth, back on Oith, Piccolo has explained the situation to the squad, and it's well, get sad again, I guess, because it's this is Goku's sort of goodbye. Uh, we we learn that Gohan's okay, and upon hearing about Goku's like. Oh, thank goodness. Chi-Chi won't chew me out now. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Like that, that is like action movie, I'm dying 101. Let's start with a joke and then we'll go into some 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 serious dead time stuff. Which is what we do. Because to Krillin, of course to Krillin. Who's, Krillin's cradling Goku. He's the only one by Goku's side. Mm-hmm. Krillin, this dying stuff, it's pretty nasty, ain't it? Huh. And that's kind of his, I mean, that's kind of his last, he says one other thing, but I didn't yeah. write it down. I don't know why, but it wasn't major. Uh, Yeah, I that I like that. That little end of it, it's like, he's like, yeah, dying sucks, right, Krillin? Like, because Krillin's been through it. They both, yeah. they both have been there for each other's yeah. death, which I thought. No, they're death brothers. Was they're... very poetic and nice. If you both die. <laughs> no, it, in, a, in a world where you can come back to life. If you've both died, what's that club name? What's that term they're using around? Mm. Like, yeah, me and Goku were blank brothers. Or sisters. Or, or siblings. Or, yeah. Because uh, I, I immediately I want to say ball brothers. Because they've both been resurrected with the power of the dragon Wish balls. Wish bros. Wish bros also works. Like wishbone, wish bro. Mm-hmm. Um, I always want to know what the story is. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I... I uh, Back to life, buddies. <laughs> Resurrection comrades. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds like another anime, though. Resurrection. Ooh. Or like a spin. That yeah, that sounds like a spinoff. The Cold War. Yes. <laughs> Death is not the end for Stalin. <laughs> He's ready to fuck shit up in his mech suit. <laughs> <laughs> and with Rasputin. Yes, of course. Rasputin's there. They are uh, now resurrection comrades. 
it, it's basically the '80s Saturday morning cartoon that Russia made, mm-hmm. where they fight. They fight Rambo. They fight uh, GI Joe. They fight Reagan. <laughs> well, I guess it's time to morph, and it's just Reagan as a as a sent as like a super Sentai. Yeah. <laughs> he pilots a giant robot with a quail. Yeah, 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 with a quail. I'm trying to think of other. No, no, no. Quail was Bush. It's quite, and, and, and look, guys, this ain't a, this isn't hardcore history. I don't know what to tell you. Bring me my mecha quail. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's what I meant. <laughs> his favorite animal. His his favorite animal is a quail. <laughs> Fun that could happen. It could happen. We're look. We're never far away from that eventuality. With what mm-hmm. Chernobyl was able to do, if we give those Russians a British accent, nobody will think about it anymore. <laughs> so Goku, he. He finally passes. Krillin screams out Goku's name, which he has done before. When he thought, it reminded me of the first Tenkaichi tournament where you think Goku's dead. And Krillin just screaming out his name. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, Krillin, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's weird to me, and maybe not. They're buds. They're best buds. But it is weird that Krillin is like the only, I know everyone mourns in their own way, but it's like he cares the most. This is true. I don't have a point to this. I think it's just interesting that that it's established, that it's something recurring, mm-hmm. where whenever a Goku die, dies or is in trouble, Krillin is going to freak out the most. Yep. I guess it's it could be that Krillin is supposed to... As an earthling, I guess, technically, he's supposed to be the audience in a way and emoting the way audience members might as they're watching. But it is weird. Like you said, like Roshi doesn't seem to be too upset. Bulma even doesn't seem to be too upset. I mean, she is holding Gohan, but like she's trying to be. Well, he's knocked out. Who cares? He doesn't see this. He doesn't see this. He's still got the spirally eyes. (laughs) Uh, But yeah, uh, maybe. Well, Roshi, again, thinking three steps ahead. He knows the Dragon Balls are there. I can see why he's stoic. He, I mean, he's upset, of course, but he, he's like, yeah, it'll be fine. Piccolo, don't care. He, this is what he wanted. Yep. <laughs> Very happy about this outcome. <laughs> Piccolo's given this interaction five stars. Folks, find you a uh, friend, friend, lover, relative, don't matter. Find you someone who's going to scream your name out on your deathbed. Aaron, I'll do that for you. What a coincidence. I was going to suggest I'm going to do that for you. Deal. <laughs> While your family members mourn your, like, are just crying, I'm going to scream out your name. Please do. Like a big ass, like a big asshole. <laughs> Look, I think the thing is we'll both have to pre-record our screams in case one of us, ooh, I don't like the sound of this, but in case one of us dies let's, protecting yeah, the let's, other. Let's just sit, let's just dig deep and really <laughs> plan our deaths together on on air. <laughs> Let's get all the details sorted out. I got like I've got a few funeral homes already picked out, very reputable. I want I want them to pose us in the fusion pose. Look, we can't we can't plan a whole funeral. No, in a podcast, it's too much. There's too much that we could talk about. I'm sure there's the funeral planning podcast somewhere. Mm-hmm. So we'll let them we'll let them handle that. Yeah, we'll let the meet we'll let the free market sort this one out for us. <laughs> Because no funeral needed, baby. Goku's body disappeared. All that remains 
is the bloody patch <laughs> the, beneath the wet him. spot. Oh, that, I was like, oh, come on, just take that away, please. Uh, Kami, like, no. Well, th- <laughs> so they po- they postulate that it's Kami that did this for some reason or another. Yeah, but I can hear Kami like, I'm not. No, gross. <laughs> I'm not picking up that blood. Just solid bits. Oh, Kami, but th- that's technically part of Goku, and you brought the rest of him here. I okay. would clean oh, it. Oh, really? Yes. We're going to have, we ruined a Sunday brunch because we were arguing about when do fingernails stop being a part of you. And as I said before, Kami, after. They, they never stop being a part of you. They're your responsibility, even after you cut them. They're not living. They're not living cells. Don't, snip, snip, it's gone, baby. As as god of this planet, I think you'd have more sense to that. Also, won't Goku be here soon? Should I prepare a mat? Uh, but he's dead. He's dead. <laughs> You're so cavalier. He was your what? student. I mean, technically yours. Yeah, yes, and and mine. Also, you won't tell me what the plan is. Why are we bringing him here? <laughs> oh, I've got a... Piccolo had it right. It is for some nonsense. Quote, again, you heard Piccolo, quote, yeah. yep. to use for some nonsense. That's my Piccolo impersonation. <laughs> pretty good, hmm? I think that's pretty good, Kami. It, I, oh. could, I could almost... Pre- I thought he was here now. Okay, there's... There's where I'll have the argument is no. clearly, clearly, clearly Piccolo is a part of me. If he dies, I die. Kami, you are using your Namekian physiology to determine what is good for earthlings. That's not how it works. Oh, and all I'm saying is clean up your toenail clippings. That's what this is all about. Uh. You can't postulate on your ability to separate your good and bad side all those millennia ago. We got bottomless mimosas, and we only went through one pitcher before you stormed out. Well, Kami, you you can't make me feel bad. I'm not going to let you do this anymore. Wait, I'm making you feel bad. Yes. Really? But- I thought this was like our thing. I thought... I thought we were one of these couples that, uh, you know, they fight sometimes, but it's never really serious, but that's just kind of their thing. Oh, Kami, I told you to stop watching that reality TV. It's warping your sense oh. of relationships. Popo, I'm I'm so sorry. I'll pick up my nails, but uh, not Goku blood. Sorry. See? That's where I draw the line. And, and as long as you communicate where the line is, I'll be fine. All right. All right. Well, I am going to clean up the toenails. They have been, they are mm-hmm. mountainous. Mm-hmm. I am I am embarrassed when people come over, and they can't go into the basement because no, no, that's where the fingernails are. I'm also impressed at the level of uh, you know speed at which your nails grow. But that's for I'm another. A, very healthy. You are. I make sure of it. Oh, thank you. Okay. And see. A lot of kissing. Making it work, folks. Making it work. Got to kiss. Make up. Always make up after you fight. That's, if Goku has taught us anything, <laughs> is that you got to make up with your enemies after you fight. So we learned. We learned that Goku told us that lying is bad because <laughs> if you get caught, no one will listen to you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and always make your enemies your friends. It ends as we tilt up to the clouds. 
the announcer is saying they're like, ah, what is Kami going to do with Goku? We don't know. We weren't. That wasn't just for the scene, folks. We literally don't know. But it's we go up to the we go up to the clouds. It's a water painterly image of Goku looking back, smiling, just so happy to not be legally married anymore. Oh fuck! Wait, Vince, Aaron. Last I checked, so death do you part. <gasps> Oh, is Goku? <gasps> and has he been since this time? Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> not married! Oh! Oh shit! Aaron, what? Do you have it? Oh. Do you have it over there? Do you have uh, it? Hold on, I'm finding it. Where I think it? you have it? No, I don't have it. I think I left it at your place. You have the button, right. Aaron. Pull that button out. Okay. Pull that button out. We haven't done this in a long all right, time. All right. All right. Because they no they ne- they never renew their nothing right nothing I don't think so no until, okay so this I will caveat this oh, like until shoot. proven otherwise oh shoot <laughs> this is huge this is the biggest one Goku and Chi Chi from this point on are no longer in the eyes of the law husband and wife and that is a big old canon. Not Nick Cannon. He's single, and it's true. It's true. That's got to be why Chi-Chi's been cool with all this. She felt his key go away. She's like, finally free. Fucking, oh my God, thank you. I can cook normal-sized meals again. Oh, that's why the Aqua King was bringing presents. Congratulations! You're, what are you gonna do now with your new single life? I bought. He brought the rest of her mom's dresses. Here's your old black little black boots. <laughs> oh, Chi Chi's boyfriends. Uh, what what a weird concept! A little black book for fucking <laughs> a book for fucking. Yeah, man. With names of people specifically. Yeah, that you that you did it with. It's huge you- in the two thousands. I thought this was an 80s thing. I thought... I Did mean, it come back? Look, writing down a list of your conquests has never been out of style, baby. That's <laughs> true. It's true. And, and I can't and find that scrap of paper. <laughs> I, I gave up on finding my note card a long time ago. <laughs> not a full... I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. It was not a full sheet. <laughs> you know how you, like, tear a corner off? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's uh, oh my god! They are oh I can't be, I can't believe that is prove been, me wrong prove us wrong prove us wrong they never renew their vows at any point uh, in the series as far as we know that's why we had to hit the button the button's still pressed oh yeah but I guess maybe the paperwork never went through so look yeah that's that's something that we you, haven't told the listeners Aaron that once we hit the button. It does, in fact, become canonical. There's always the, there's always paperwork, folks. We don't control the paperwork side. Yeah, but we, as far as we know, it's it's in processing that this canon is true. Honestly, though, Chi Chi, she's 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 a stickler. I think I think she loves law. She does. I, th- I think she's a rule. I think she's a rule follower, and I think that as soon as she finds out, she's like. That's her coping mechanism is, one, find me a new man. Two, Gohan, get, uh, needs, get, Gohan needs a daddy. 
Is it going to be you, green man? <laughs> uh, I'm just going to take him and, uh, I mean, kind of, look, I, I, I'll fulfill some things. Also, can we explore this later when it comes up? <laughs> I, I feel like this is probably a richer vein than yeah. what we can give credit for. I'm going to put a pin on this. <laughs> All right. Ooh, you've literally put a pin in me. A corsage, I believe it's called. And seed. And seed. <laughs> Because we got some email after that bomb drop. So I have to, we have to, right? Listener Nick, we have to upgrade at this point? Mm. Yes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Power Listener Nick Ooh. has written us again. Again, too, too much, far too much to cover in the podcast, especially on a long go like this one. But I will hit some points. Nick writes... First, always a pleasure to hear you guys sing. Aw. Thank you. Thank you very much. Second, I'm fairly certain that Chi-Chi's appearances in the manga that are canon are her introductory chapters in OGDB and her appearance at the 23rd Budokai. So there's no proof yet that Chi-Chi makes Gohan study eight hours a day. Honestly, I feel bad for Chi-Chi. The only reason she stuck around is because Toriyama is a sadomasochist who married her to Goku in order to spite himself. And he has a quote from an interview that was on Kenshin who, uh, that Dragon Ball website, Kazenshu, I, the, the oldest, the longest and oldest running Dragon Ball website. I will put a link. Uh, yeah, we'll put a link. But in the interview, Toriyama says, to be honest, I'm really not fond of Chi-Chi as a character. Laughs. In the middle of the comic, I started to think, I don't want to draw her anymore. <laughs> and sort of as a way of spiting myself, I decided, you'll have to draw her if she gets married to Goku, so marry them off. So I drew her as a kind of punishment. Laughs. What? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> That's the opposite of a quitter. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, I don't like her. She died. Uh, you can't. You can't just launch her. It's like oh, I already launched. A, I already pulled a launch on a launch. I can't yeah. pull a launch on a Chi Chi. You can't pull a launch on Chi Chi. Oh, interesting. Wow, it, that's literally an arranged marriage. Yeah. I mean, not anymore. Not. <laughs> yes, technically not anymore. It's fine. Yeah, he, he could have. He, he the fool. He could have stopped. You had. You had an out. If only we were there. And then the, oh, the last man. thing, the last little nugget of info. So we said, uh, on my end, the special beam cannon was called the Makankosapo, which translates to light of death. Okay. So yeah, okay, nice. Special beam cannon, light of death. Mm-hmm. Which I, I like the contrast the uh, of light of death. Yeah, that seems more, uh, I guess, poetic. than spe- Special beam cannon is very like, we wrote this to be badass, whereas the other one is definitely built to be like a, an actual technique name where it, it's destructive and beautiful, that kind of thing. So, yeah, thank you again, Nick, for writing. Sorry, we can't. You're, you, you do too much for us. <laughs> and, we th- and we thank you. We're, um, we read it all. We just don't read it all on air. Yeah, that's true. Which is, which is our right. <laughs> which brings us to our next topic and maybe... Uh, a possible news segment for Kame House Party. So a lot of you are writing into us, not just through email. Uh, you're talking to us on Twitter. You're talking to us on Instagram. You are answering our research questions, and we thank you. 
but we are dumb. <laughs> and we'll, when we record the podcast, we forget where certain things are sent to us. Uh, you know, we don't, Vince runs Instagram, I run Twitter, so information doesn't always get relayed to the next party. This is true. But we want this, The you, you put in the work to research, we want to reward it, we want to put it on the pod. So, we're going to, next week, if it catches on, we're going to try a new section called Comedy House Party Research. And if you want the tidbits and facts that you send to us to be read on Comedy House Party Research, which will be sort of a lightning round, we'll do it very quickly towards the end, uh, if you email us or if you're talking to us on social media, hashtag it or subject line KHP Research. That's so right. Hashtag KHP Research in your email, subject line KHP Research. That, uh, that way we'll be able to find it very quickly uh, and we'll be able to share it with the, rest of the, with the rest of you. Yeah. And it'll give us a way to definitely tell the difference between somebody who's joking around with us or giving us real facts because sometimes I ask for questions on Instagram and I know y'all like to joke and I'm never sure if it's, <laughs> if it's true or not <laughs> unless there's a follow-up. So yeah, just use the uh, hashtag KHP on Instagram, Twitter, uh, Facebook, and subject line KHP Research when you send in your emails. Literally talking yeah. to you, Nick. <laughs> 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 uh, but we love it. We love it all so much. Yes, thank you all so much. Thank you for sharing the podcast, and we hope you continue to share the podcast. If you know anyone who might be interested in listening to us, it's the best way for the podcast to grow. Z's been a blast so far. I mean, oh, yeah. Goku's dead, but he's single. <laughs> dead, single, and uh, loving, loving it. Loving it. Just like we're loving doing this show, and we thank you all for listening and all the love you give to us. That's true. And whether you're furiously going online to tell us that we were wrong about something or to politely correct us, we, we take it either way. Or you're trying to think of what Kami's sinister plan is for disappearing Goku's body. You gotta keep fire.